morning. Welcome back to Upfront with Jane. Today I'm joined by Adam Faulkner, who is the founder and MD at Creative AF, which is a creative agency that tells story through video and sound. They have a team of videographers and musicians that produce some amazing work for fantastic brands. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Adam. Good morning, Adam. Thank you for joining me. Hello, Jane. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. So are you uh, recording from Manchester today? A very uh, changeable <laughs> weather, Manchester. I, it, it, it was raining cats and dogs about five minutes ago. I think the sun might come. I mean, you know how it is. It's, it's, yes. It's the most I'm in Manchester tomorrow at the uh, Stodge event. Um, I don't know if you're going along, but I was looking at the weather thinking, well, it's awful in Chester and it's normally a little bit worse in Manchester. You never know. Wish your prayers. Uh, I'm not going to the event, but if you want uh, my <laughs> advice, don't, don't, don't look at the weather forecast because it, it is almost completely unpredictable. Okay. Uh, you know, the weather over here. So yeah, very intimate. Okay. Always bring an umbrella. <laughs> always bring an umbrella and and your sunglasses as well so just you know, in case it's a, it's a weird mix but it kind of works yeah four seasons in one day and all the rest of it so tell me a bit more about yourself how did you get into video production what led you to where you are um well the long the longer answer is um i've always worked in media ever since i left university uh, i used to be a newspaper journalist uh, down in london for some of the national newspapers then I kind of decided I'd like to, I love documentaries. I was like, I want to film some things. Um, not much of that happens in newspapers, unfortunately. So I became uh, a TV producer again in London, working at different production companies and work, you know, create, you know, making programs, coming up with TV programs for, for the, the kind of big channels, um, the terrestrial channels um, down, down in London. Then uh, I kind of needed a bit of a change and, um, this is, even though it's got nothing to do with work, it kind of did push me towards this company, which is I left London on a bicycle and cycled uh, for, to Japan, basically. And uh, I did that for about, you. Uh, <laughs> you do. I, I don't want to gloss over it, but I don't want to just talk about that because it's quite a big story. Um, so I, I did that. But then whilst I was away um, with my one of my best friends, we were, we were making um, music. With people we met along the way and I was filming a lot of it and I, it kind of made me think I'm you know I'm putting I'm filming stuff and I'm, I'm soundtracking it as well all, all all you know bespoke as in I'm doing it with my friend and, and um, it was funny really it took after about six seven months of being back from that I, um, it kind of I started to decide I wanted to start my own company and funnily enough that is kind of what it, what it ends up being a, a production company um, that, you know, not only films and, you know, makes things, you know, for the visual side of things, but then also makes, you know, sound, sound design, music, all that. And it's all, it's all done, you know, under one roof. And, and there's not many companies out there that do that. People understand that, you know, sound is powerful and, and you know, it, it's, a, it's memorable and, and, you know, emotional. But I think we're very focused on the visual and that is the reason I started company creative af in in not the best timing it was um march the 14th 2020 so it was very like it's very excited i was like things are coming this is going to be great i've got a great idea and then obviously you know we all know what happened in um you know the end of march 2020 and then everyone's lives were very uh 
very different uh, for a while. Um, it doesn't feel like that now, obviously, which is great. Mm -hmm. But that was that was when it began. So for the first bit of time, all I knew was COVID. So yeah, <laughs> it, was weird, it was a weird experience because I know people. A lot of people started. I know a lot of people started businesses during, um, you know. The, the, the lockdowns or COVID, people rethought their lives or what they wanted to do. But when you when you when you work in something where you need people, yes. <laughs> as, in, as in it doesn't, it depends. You know, I, I, people would say, oh, maybe you don't. To, but when when you film things, generally you need people or you need to be around people or you need you know if you want to come up with some creative where you know it's out in the world. Yeah. You know, as, unless you're just making creative which is based at home. Mm. You know that was and actually that is what that is what i did you know um, yeah very difficult because actually that wasn't um as if you were in a situation where covid happened and you thought okay this has forced me now to start my business it sounds like you had everything lined up that was your timing and then um a bit of a change of plan positive is only ways up from there yeah i mean I, the thing is i didn't i didn't i had a plan and i i didn't have to i had to change it in terms of in line with the restrictions but i was very lucky because i actually lived with a mixologist now firstly that's brilliant for the you know for the <laughs> the more social element of that and he still does make the best cocktails i've ever tasted in my life uh so that was brilliant uh from firstly for that but then but then we we decided that we you know for something to do um i should film him making cocktails just as you know as you do um, so we built a bar in the garden out of recycled wood that we found in the local area. And then I started filming him making cocktails. Anyway, fast forward a little bit of time and it led to, to us working with Sipsmith Gin. And that was the first client um, that, that we got. So, you know, I, I, my, my partner even got me like a, a framed print of, of uh, Sipsmith's here somewhere. Um, anyway, it's on the wall. Trust me, it's on the wall. But um, I mean, if that was when when that happened, you start going, okay, right. You know, this is what can be done uh, at home. Uh, you know, if, uh, the first paid client is is a well known brand, and so exactly, know. what's going to happen when the um, shackles are taken off? How exciting! Yeah, that's how I felt. That's how yeah. I felt. But I mean, I'm very great. Obviously, very grateful for that time. I mean, it it, it wasn't given to me on a plate you know you had to be creative within the restrictions and, and it, it worked out and and yeah. i think from there that was a i i i, I used that bar as a symbol you know of like how it began it's still there you know mm. it's still in the garden <laughs> you know it's, yeah. it's, still, it's, it's yeah. had two two years over two years of of a, a real you know lashing from the manchester <laughs> weather it's still there it still exists and even two weeks ago the same on the very same bar me and uh, uh william the, the mixologist uh one of my best friends we, we, we actually filmed another video for sips me <laughs> brilliant so, it's still being used it's still being used and it's it's a symbol of i don't know it's a symbol of that time and the very beginning of the business so yeah I, mm -hmm. i'm glad i'm glad it's still it's still being used and I think that sort of signifies, in a way, businesses that did well through lockdown. I think some businesses thought, well, the world sort of shut down. Perhaps it's not appropriate to be posted on social media. But actually, the ones who did get creative and did um, showcase 
what they could do with limited resource in some cases are the ones that were winning and the ones who people are spending more time on social media there's less other things to do so great example of how you've used your time wisely and managed to get drinking in there as well yeah <laughs> I, I completely agree and i also think you know what was really interesting about that time apart from the actual wider context of the time was like when you looked at social media you could only really or, or ads as well mm. uh, you could only really post or show things that were within the zeitgeist of the time so mm. no point showing i don't know adverts of like people you know being really free mm. you know on holiday or out at, like you know out in a bar or because it, so yeah. it just felt wrong i know even if they'd filmed it before which they will have done it yeah. still felt it still made you just think i don't you know so a lot of the content that people were producing had to be at home it had to be mm. done in a certain way because if it wasn't it was it, it was a bad taste yeah uh, to, and, and, and as i said even though it wasn't made in that time it still just didn't feel right so it's it's hard to remember it now but if you actually remember it was very like very odd it was odd wasn't it so so really like everything that we were doing because I, I mean we worked with them Sipsmith, but we did you know we did other drinks brands i was filming stuff in the in in the house you know like doing basically anything i could any just using that location yeah where a lot of different brands not just not just uh you know Sipsmith um and the drinks stuff but like some food stuff i was like right what else can i do <laughs> you know, also, the yeah i mean they're looking for new ideas this is new to the brands as well they're used to showing people sharing the drinks how it's a social occasion yeah. People together, so and my girlfriend uh, Alice and uh, some my neighbours, uh, they I mean they they featured in many videos that you know I'd be like look, I need I need a person that's just here, come there. That, you know that I you know that is like not just le not specifically legally but like you know like I'm not breaking any rules here because everything's here and there's no you know there's no issue. Um, so I need. I was just using anyone I could to like make basically like video content for brands, but done at home. So Brilliant. for a long time, it was that. And then when it was like you, you could you know you could leave the almost the compound. Let's call it. Um, that felt very weird to me. Yeah. I was like, right. Okay. Sit down. We're on the sofa. This is the scene. It's fine. You're at home. You, you're drinking this. Don't worry about it. We're in the bubble. Everyone's in this bubble. Yeah. You know the COVID bubble. So it's fine. And then suddenly you could go off and wait, to be honest with you, it took quite a long time to get to that. And um, mm -hmm. even last summer, summer 2021, uh, I was doing a shoot in Ibiza and it was like very touch and go whether we were allowed to, you know, going to be allowed to go. The, the traffic light system of the countries kept changing. If one person gets COVID, you can't do it. It's, you know, mm -hmm. that's stressful. Whereas now you're just like, ah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So in terms of, I know I'm not going to speak too much about what freedom looks like for an individual, but for as a business, I feel great now because I'm like, yeah. oh, my ideas um, or creative ideas or, you know, concepts that I try and do with, with clients are a lot easier to execute mm. because you're not thinking, right, well, we can only hang out in, in groups of six, so we can't feature that. And do they, do they live to get what's going on here? You know, whereas now it's like, yeah, just go and do what you like. So yeah. I, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. happened the right way around. <laughs> so fast forward two years, then you're here to tell the story, which is great. And how many are in your team around you? So really, um, it's funny really because I'm actually a solopreneur, but I have a network. Uh, my network, as in 
the people who do stuff for me. Yeah. I, I'm a big freelancer fan uh, personally because I think it's good. I think variety is the spice of life, and yeah. I also think that it's good when you know people, which I do on both the visual side and mm -hmm. the audio side, and I can be like, right, okay, this is a project. We can, you know, who's who's going to be right for this? And yeah. and people aren't there, you know, waiting or relying on work because mm. basically they're, they're doing other things as well. So, you know, that that's the structure right now. It's been like that for two years. So I've got yeah. people who, you know, help, you know, in the shooting side, people help with the audio as in the music. You know, I could, basically I can do both. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, but I am the only one employee. So I'm, I'm a proud entrepreneur, solopreneur. However, you know, I wouldn't be able to do some of the things that we've done uh, in the last two years without the help of other people. Team. Yeah, no, and actually you can't, you know, you've built up those relationships, you're there, your contact, you know what those skill sets are, that is your team, whether you employ them or not, that is your team. Um, and I think there's absolutely value in what you've said of um, getting the absolute best person for that particular job. Yeah, I think, I think um, in the future, you know, these are the things you, people think about, talk about growth and scaling up and what does that mean and, and you know look you know I I really enjoy doing the work mm -hmm. and I spoke to a lot of you know I'll say a lot I spoke to people who scaled up creative companies and, and they they say that they've all say you know similar things where like when you when you grow up grow grow up you know scale up mm -hmm. and, and employ more employ people then that chips away at the actual you doing the work even not all of it you know but some of it and then basically there's managing of you know people and and things rather than actually doing the work so yeah you'd be doing the hr the accounts the yeah exactly. well yeah. it's right now i mean i do you know do everything <laughs> i have other people to do things. But less a lot less full-time problems yeah but that's why i love it. that's why i love the network or people use the word collective or whatever yeah. you know community i, I enjoy having that because as you rightly said and i completely agree with it's about finding the best person for that specific job you know you don't if you if they're there full time i think eventually it will be that but right now i'm, I'm happy with this kind of like almost quite fluid uh, arrangement that 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 i have with the, the kind of people who and then they are part of the team they're just not yeah. officially mm -hmm. employee part of the no, team sounds great and actually it's so sounds like you didn't have any problem in attracting brands, clients to work with you from the start. What's your sort of new business strategy, if you like, or is it built through recommendations? How are people finding you now? Um, I mean, I'd liken this new business um, concept to being in a band. I've yeah. been in many bands. I've never been, I've never played on the pyramid stage of Glastonbury, sadly. However, um, being in a band, it, it's similar thing where like, if if basically someone enables that band or recommends that band or, or gives that band this is the specific word hype mm -hmm. then other people will go all oh, right okay but they're just you know and it's the same with if you have um, a roster or you know even one client you know that's what sips me was was for me it was like oh, all right okay i trust i trust you like more from the off because i've seen that so yes. you know, and obviously the more you i mean it's the same for any any business right you know it's yeah. more you add to that the more trust and more hype the word hype i use a lot um uh, becomes you know it, it grows and then it, it's a lot easier to attract 
and yeah. clients you know people come to you more at first no one comes to you because they don't know you exist <laughs> yeah and i think it's also um your own confidence isn't it in the beginning oh yeah absolutely I, 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 i'm a sociable person and um, I'm, I'm pretty confident everyone's insecure really but you know it's like i enjoy meeting people i've always enjoyed meeting people and i guess throughout my my, my life uh certainly working life that's what my life's been yeah. so i ha i hated covid because i couldn't meet people and I, I don't like i don't like being on zoom calls really i don't no. really it's not, it's not conducive to to, to 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 meeting people so i like to meet people i like to be around them i like to get to know them so because i have a, a, a real desire and thirst to do that i think it serves me well as a business uh, owner or someone yeah. who runs a business because i'm very determined to meet people and and so also like you know you do you do business secondary to getting on with someone in my opinion and once you get when you get on with someone it's a lot easier to do business with them because you know you're not going in going let's do business together and it's like well we don't know anything about each other whereas when you you know when you socialize and get to know people you know i, I find that 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 you know the right conversations happen the right calls happen and then the right work happens and that by being social sociable you will by its, in its, by its very nature, you will get more work out of it because you just, people know who you are, you you listen to them, you know, you, you have a kind of, you get on common ground and it's not, it's, it's not like I'm being, it's not manipulative, it's just being friendly. And actually I find that helps a hell of a lot and being part of, um, you know, some good, some good kind of networking, marketing groups that I, yeah. I'm, you know, of which I, 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 you know, it's like gold really. Mm -hmm. um, basically how can you do business with people that you don't know it just doesn't make sense yeah no totally agree and i think actually it's a two-way process as well isn't it whilst they're interviewing you you're checking them out to see if they're the right fit for you i guess as well um, yeah so what is there a particular part of the process then from when you onboard a client from once they've said yes they've given you that creative brief you're away to delivering the finished production uh which part of the process excites you most to be honest with you, Jane, I just love, I love, I love the bit where you come up with the idea and then the execution of it. Like that, that if everything else, I do enjoy, but I don't enjoy as much as that because you're based, you know, you're basically thinking, right, what's the idea? They go, they buy into it, you know, or the the, the way, you know, the way you, the way you thought it out anyway, and then you create it, and then that's that's the best bit. Everything else comes like. A little bit less for me. Yeah. Um, I, I, the feeling of onboarding a new client is really good, but and I, yeah. I, I just enjoy doing the work. You can tell, and it comes across, and that'll be absolutely what people buy into. I like making things. I mean, I genuinely. I mean, it sounds very basic, like a small child, but I do. <laughs> I, do like, I just like making things. Like, and I and I say this to, you know, a lot of people. Like, I don't really mind how how small or big a client is. Yeah, because to be honest with you, like I, I love to meet people. I like doing, I like variety. So, you know, I don't just want to work in one sector uh, mm -hmm. or one industry because I, I don't. People think, oh, you, know, you need to focus on that. So I, I don't want to just. I, as much as I love sips me, I love other drinks. Kind, I don't want to just make drinks videos. It's not. It, it becomes autopilot more the, mm -hmm. the more you do it. I like being like, okay, right, that's pets. That's that's pets you know that's we're talking about pets now and you think right okay what's that and you know it's it's i just think 
I love using, you know, one's creative mind to come yeah. up with something, and and it can be any subject matter. Because I'm genuinely interested in it, and uh, yeah. I'm interested in people. So, so definitely the doing of the work, and then to be honest, once a project's done, um, I feel it's more relieved, as in like a nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. not. I'm not ecstatic, but I'm not like relieved. Like, oh, that was terrible. But I'm sure maybe you get this, Jane, where you just like. Yeah. Oh. Calm. The calm sets in. I'd imagine there's a stage in the uh, process where you think, I just can't visualise this yet. I know yeah. I'm going to get there, yeah. but I can't visualise it yet. What am I going to deliver? I'm on a time scale. Ah, where's it going? So it's almost like hallelujah moment, isn't it? When it yeah, all <laughs> I, think, I think the initial phase is is different with every uh, client or project. That's why, like, I I kind of enjoy it because. Some people have got very fixed ideas on what they want something to to, to look like or i mean yeah. the, the thing i add in is what do you want it to sound like which kind of throws people a little bit but anyway mm. um it's an important part of the process for me but um you know what do they want it to look like sound like what do they want it to be some people have a very clear idea and you have to it's very rigid and you're like okay right we'll we'll, we'll do it and then yeah. other people have got no idea and you're mm. a bit like okay and i i used to think that was great but then after actually more recently because they have no idea you're basically going okay this is what's in my head i think we should do mm. this and then if they don't necessarily agree with it you've already done all this work do you see what yeah. i mean it can be yeah. a bit like and even though i've set out what i believe i'm well i told what them what i'm going to do they still go well that's because it's in your head i can't visualize it they, <laughs> and then when you do it they're like oh no, no maybe not that and you're like okay Right. Yeah. So you do have some <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So you do have some opinion, which is fine. But you know, and then I, I, you know, it's all, it's all about managing each project, you know. And I, yeah. I, I kind of, it keeps you on your toes. It keeps Absolutely. you on your toes. Well, it sounds like work is very much your hobby. But outside of work, is, do you have any free time to do anything other than work? What do you do to keep yourself sane? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very active person, Jane. I need the, I need the outdoors. I need I need to be active like I don't I don't feel right if I don't if I don't exercise I don't feel right in my head let alone my body like more my head it's like I need to and I actually find um this kind of a segue but the more active I am the the better the ideas I get so yeah. I'm very much a if I go running or I go you know into I don't know the wild let's call it I will just I'll just think of loads of things that I wouldn't have thought about yeah. if I was at home or at the office or etc cetera, etc cetera. so for me it's a double thing really where I go right I'm I'm doing I'm being good to myself to my mind and my body obviously but then I'm also coming up with ideas so um I, you have to use that time like and, and and just for me it's being out there just doing things you know it's like I, I that 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 is my favorite thing to do just be outdoors and you know, run, cycle. I'm a big, you know, big cyclist. I mean, I'm not going to list everything I like, but you know, <laughs> basically, if I have to sum I'm an active person, and like if that. I don't do that, I start to not feel quite right in myself. Yeah. So I, I agree, and actually, even within our team here, we can just encourage just get out at lunchtime, just leave your desk, just have a break. If possible, don't eat at your desk. Um, I think the more busy you are, the more important it is that you do force yourself to take that break, have that time. I'm a runner, so um, oh, yeah, right. yeah, feel your pain in that area. Yeah. But yeah, no, absolutely. And I found even from when I was doing my degree that just having that focus of running uh, gives you such clarity and 
helps you come back and refresh and come up with something that you wouldn't have done if you'd been sat there trying to solve a problem. This this might be a more you know philosophical part of, of it, but I think it's so important for me and you know for running a business, which is I know people say, you know, take a break and do this. Now taking a break for me is actually going off and doing something, not yeah. like you know, like it comes down to what how when do you feel rested or restful? And yeah. for me, rested is like go and do something else that's got nothing to do with, you know, the actual running of a business or doing the work. And I, it, I can be even more active and still and feel more rested than if, mm-hmm. I'm, it, it, sleep is different to bit resting in my opinion. Like you rest anyway, but like I think some people think I'm just going to go and, you know, sit on a beach or that that won't work for me. No, <laughs> I'm just I like know. I need to do things like and and people go just stay still and I'm like I'm more still when I'm doing this so I yeah can't, I can't oh I can, uh, I can definitely relate to that I do my friend's head in on a holiday they're like well you just sit and chill I'm like it's not really me <laughs> yeah yeah no it's, it's but I agree it's like I don't want to sitting by the pool sitting by the beach I'm not saying I can't do it but yeah. I'll, I'll do it for like a couple of hours and then I'm like yeah. right, let's go over there you know yeah. you know yeah, why do you not want to rest rest for rest for me is being active and it's exploring things and being like, oh, right, I'll go and talk to that person, you know, and, and look, you can't help who you are. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. So if anyone's watching or listening to this today and they're thinking, this is absolutely where I want to be, this is an industry that inspires me, excites me, what advice would you give them to um, get into video? That's, that's a really interesting question, Jane. I, So I, I'm a big, big believer and I want to be more, you know, active and, and helpful in this in this area of like helping young um, creatives because I know how hard it is to you know make 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 something happen in, in that world because I think I don't firstly I don't think you need to be paid to be creative I'm not saying you shouldn't be paid but I'm saying you don't need to be paid to be creative and there's you know I think people think I haven't got a job so you know I'm not it may, I'm, you know maybe not doing so well so I'm not that creative whereas really it's like I think you have to back yourself and almost make things like whatever your creativity is I mean mine happens to be you know I don't know visual and sound so I like I like filming things I also like I also like taking pictures but I also like making music and and, and that's my area of creativity I'm a terrible painter you know I, I, I can't draw uh, you know loads of stuff I can't do but I know people can and I think that like you don't always have to give someone to give you a job yeah. just to be good at that and that's that's and I know it's difficult because people are like oh, here's my CV and the, the advice I would always give is like if you really want to get someone's attention don't ask for it mm-hmm. and this is in create the creative world I would say I'm specifically talking about that although it could work in other ways just get creative with how you get their attention and I guarantee if I was going to employ someone and someone did that to me, I would be like, right, I'm listening. Yeah. It's basically. Yeah. And actually, I think that relates to any aspect of our industry, really, doesn't it? If you want to get into writing, then start writing for yourself or start commenting on things. Like, I absolutely agree with that. Don't sit and wait for someone to give you that opportunity to make those opportunities. It is hard. It is hard when Mm. you don't have the job that you want. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm trying to, say I started by saying about you know helping young people in that way because I just think there's some brilliant people out there brilliant mm-hmm. young people really creative but they may be feeling like 
they're not getting the opportunity that they want. And, yeah. and I think that's why I mentioned that, you know, I agree with you, just do it, just do it. And don't, don't think that you need to be paid before it becomes valid or, yeah. you know, and, but then also if you want to get people's attention, you can, but don't ask for it because <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not saying also, if you were offered the opportunity of any kind of work placement in my experience take it go for it don't obviously let people take advantage of you and do it for too long but you've got to start yeah. somewhere oh no what well, i mean i think when i say don't ask for it what i mean is like you should always ask the question at the very least yeah. ask the question. um you should always get in touch with people you never know but also like i just mean if that doesn't work sometimes mm. i think you can get people's attention by doing something, you know, that's a bit stands out a little bit. And actually that's something, a quality as someone who used to be a journalist, Yeah. that's, you know, now not a journalist, but a, 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 you know, a business owner of a creative company, uh, that works for me. Like if someone was like, I'm trying to get your attention. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, wow. You know, that's great. You know, I'm not, that, that's, that's just how I would see it. So, yeah. you know, I think being, being do, do, you know, don't overthink things just do them like just do them you know even even if so many creatives of like I mean I think I saw something the other day it was about um someone who uh wanted to work at Pixar about 20 years ago and they got his Zilletta um and you know he's like being rejected anyway he's he's been like a driving force between the uh, behind the new Buzz Lightyear film and who wow. is Pixar you just think you know it's not easy it's but you know it's just because you get rejected once doesn't mean you know you should stop and and you so know. not now not not ever so carry on yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely so what's next for, for creative af um, um I'm, I'm in a bit of a like as i said you know it's it's in a bit of a, a good spot at the moment 2022 feels like a, a year of not just for me for, for everyone for people feel like they're living their lives again um you know and, and actually business is good for a lot of people that I speak to it's great I think people are more free to to kind of spend the money on these creative projects again which is great so I, I, I'm just really enjoying it like I, I want to you know you always want to always want to grow but I really enjoy doing the work so I'm 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 basically just enjoying what comes what comes yeah. my way what comes our way at the moment and um, you know just just going to really enjoy the creative and you know from from smaller companies to bigger ones yeah you know i'm, I'm more than happy to speak to, to anyone Fantastic. who really wants to buy into this kind of um you know way of doing things which is you know telling stories through through video but also through sound and i i, I just really enjoy, I basically i really enjoyed the work that i do so i'm you know i feel like i'm in a good place yeah that's brilliant um, so again, if people are watching, listening, where can they find out about your work? How can they connect with you? How can they follow? Get in touch. Okay, so um, I, you know, the, the, the website is uh, www.creativeaf.co. That's not .com and it's not .co.uk. It's .co. So that's www.creativeaf.co. Um, I'm very prominent personally on LinkedIn. So. Um, I, I, you know, I'm on it every day. I really enjoy it. I think it's a great community. So, you know, if you want to look for me, my name's Adam Faulkner, if you want to connect with me on there. Um, and yeah, you know, that's that's probably the, the, the best way. Uh, and yeah, you know, if you want to get in touch, talk about some creative or, or even just get in touch, you know, I, I, I'm more than happy to speak to people. Fantastic.
Well, it's been absolutely fascinating speaking to you. I feel inspired by listening to you and excited for you. Um, and thank you very much for taking the time out of your hectic day to stand still and talk to me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. Thanks so much. Thank you.